1: It's time, it's
0: time, time to get in the zone, time to
1: get in the zone
0: with the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. All
1: right, guys, and that's where I think we should be including this OBJ thing, because I saw it was Jake Laser today, what's up with yeah. the 49ers, we're, we're kind of interested
2: hey, in him. And- hey, Al, before we start into that, I do want to yeah. say, because we we've been asked to do this, so we will do it now. We would like to remind you guys, subscribe to the No Huddle Podcast, wherever you get your favorite podcast, Odyssey, Apple, Spotify, wherever it's at. Again, we are a member of the Odyssey Network now. We are everywhere. Please make sure to subscribe. And then also, if you're here right now, hey, subscribe to this channel as well uh, over here on YouTube. So go ahead, Al.
1: So yeah, Jake Laser brings us up. And like Jake just said, the Niners is interested in him last year. I know in 2019, they thought they had him. Uh, before he went to Cleveland, the Niners were really in on that. So it's been a history of them, sort of some flirtation there with OBJ. I don't necessarily know. I mean, there's so many mouths to feed right now, but I'm not going to complain for another, you know, big time player coming in. Um, But what do you guys think? You think this would be a move that can happen? Do you want it to happen? What do you think?
2: I think it's a move that can happen. Uh, It's, I, I would never say no to OBJ being on the team. You know, I think, I think part of, part of what makes it, Part of what makes it even more likely than 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 possibly at first blush is that Juwan Jennings, for as good as he was down the stretch last year, uh, hasn't really been, I think, what they expected him to be this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he has a drop rate of like twenty percent or something yeah. like that on the targets yep. that he has, which is obviously not ideal. And you know, you look at you look at what he could do for this offense, and it's like, I mean. You think about, you talk about 11 personnel, right? One running back, one tight end. If you have 11 personnel with OBJ, you're looking at Debo, OBJ, and Iuke, Christian McCaffrey, and George Kittle on the field at the same time. Like what as a defense, what do you, what do you do to that? Now, obviously the ceiling for the offense is, it will be limited by the guy under center, but Jimmy Garoppolo playing the best football since 2019. Let's not forget that. And to have a guy like OBJ on some in-breaking routes right behind some of that shallow stuff, the, the same way that the Rams used them last year, I think it would be huge. And, and, you know, Jake talked about a financial package. I saw on Twitter today someone said that, you know, he's possibly looking for more than just a deal this year. And the 49ers, I think, are in position to offer that. And I think what they could do, theoretically, is offer him – a 3-year deal which includes this year which would coincide with the through the 5th year option of Brandon Ayuk so you could have OBJ through Ayuk's 5th year option and then now you can extend Ayuk you know at, after that 5th year option and you're not paying OBJ Ayuk and DeBo so i think it it fits financially it obviously fits in a football sense um i i would be i would be over the moon like this offense again it would, it would be an all-in move, and it would be exactly what we said with Christian McCaffrey, even more so now, no excuses.
1: I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment.
2: That is a harsh lesson in business.
0: Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together.
2: I didn't want to do another
1: stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
0: Yeah, I think the idea of mouths to feed is an interesting one because sometimes and I'm, I'm going to be the, the wet blanket here. I'll play the Al Sacco role here.
2: I right, have two wet blankets.
0: <laughs> Is that, you know, so y- there's only one ball, right, to go around. And everybody needs touches. Debo needs his touches. Kittle needs his touches. McCaffrey needs his touches. Ayuku has had a really, really good season thus far. I- I'd argue probably his best half season, at least, that we've seen from him. And on top of that, you throw Od- Odell Beckham in there. In, into the mix, uh, and of course, not to mention Juwan Jennings as well, who's a third-down monster. But throw Odell, Odell Beckham in there, and all of a sudden, you have one football to go to five legitimate pass-catching or running threats, and that's not even counting guys like Elijah Mitchell who are going to need touches. So that doesn't count, like you know, the one or two touches that you check will need or get right for for the mismatch. So, I like the idea of adding like star caliber players, but Ono Beckham's 30 years old coming off of a major knee injury. And he hasn't had a really solid season since 2019, right? Since that season where he, he was with Cleveland. So I, I hesitate to give up too much for Beckham right now because you're upsetting an already sort of uh, uneven offense where we don't really know what it is. So I, I'm not entirely on board with that, but I like the idea of going all in. So I like, I like the idea of making it like a three-year, like you said Brian three-year sort of move Debo signed a three-year extension. Kyle's here till 2025 or beyond. Right. Uh, I has the fifth year option 2025 uh, as does, I believe Trey Lance also has his fifth year option that year too. Right. Or is the next year. I don't remember, but anyways, be the following year, maybe a following year. So basically like yeah. you're, you're going all in, in your window, which is about three years. It looks like, right. That's what it seems like. And your other core players like Kittle and, and Fred Warner and those guys will also be around 30 years old or older at that time too. So I feel like they realize that the window is now and that's why they're exploring this. Odell Beckham did say that the Niners were one of the teams that did not contact him. He's been contacted by believe four teams, he said, uh, via complex sports. The Niners were not one of them, but we know the Niners lo- uh, move like – the G and lasagna just silently through the night. Right. So uh, (laughs) we'll, we'll see what happens, but I'm not, I'm not against it. I just don't see a a really pressing need to do it now, unless like Debo's injury is more significant than we think it is.
2: I agree. It's not a need. It's a luxury.
1: Right. hundred percent. And he actually in the playoffs last year, OBJ had 25 catches for 316 yards and two scores. That's pretty damn good. And obviously, he gets hurt in the Super Bowl, but he, you know, NFC Championship game nine for 113, and he was two for 52 in a touchdown in the Super Bowl. And he can come in and really give you a little spark there, too. And again, yeah, right now, uh, once you got McCaffrey, to me, you're all in. I think they're all in this year. So any kind of little signing like that, um, to me, whatever, you know, Eddie D do it, right? So if Eddie D would bring you in, like, pick 94 when they were just an embarrassment of riches, signing guys, Richard Dent, yeah. Ricky Jackson, all those guys. So, like, what the hell man, bring him in and see what happens. I'm all for it.
2: So it's like uh it's like rounders, right? It's Teddy. It's uh Teddy KGB splashing the pot more, right? That's exactly what they would be doing. And here's the other thing. If they do it now, it doesn't have to, again, they would, they have the, they have the skill position players to allow him to really work slowly into the offense. And to me, you make that signing with an eye in January, not right now. Like that's not, it's not, it doesn't move the needle now. I mean, it does, but That's a move for January. And if you can enter into January, like I said, with Debo, Kittle, Ayuk, McCaffrey, Mitchell, and now you've got a health, a relatively healthy OBJ again, like you're, you're putting, you're putting opposing defensive coordinators in, in absolute hell. Like who, like who, what do you do? Who do you defend? What do you choose? Like it's, it. it would be, I I don't know that there would be an offense with better skill position players anywhere in the NFL than, than in Santa Clara.
1: You,
0: so, you guys remember when, sorry, Al, do you guys remember no when
2: Seattle traded for Percy Harvin and
0: it was a big deal and all of a sudden everybody's like, oh yeah, that's the move that's going to put him over the top and he, he would just hurt all the time. But when it came to like, playoff time in the super bowl like he actually had a really he had that kick return for a touchdown in the super yeah. bowl and mm-hmm. and uh you know it actually proved dividends right for that one game and i think that nobody talks about that as like a totally failed sort of trade because nobody cares because they won the super bowl right i think it's kind of that similar sort of concept with beckham right like like you said like he's there for january and al i'm glad you brought up the playoffs because that's what i was actually thinking about when when they made they made this sort of like int- uh not move but the the report came out about the interest behind Odell Beckham, and that's essentially what they want him for, right? So when you need to play, you need a trusted set of hands. When you need the guy who's been there, done that, a veteran sort of presence there, he's that guy. And you may get him for a game or two. He's a hired gun, basically, right? That's that's what that's what he would amount to. And you bring those guys in for a game or two, and those games are usually in the playoffs. So, I'm you know if he can if they can get there. And get to the playoffs if they are playing in January and deep in deep into January and February, hey, get in the ball and see what happens, right? But if you're doing this, you better be damn well sure that this is gonna be like, all right, like we're 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 gonna go all in and we're gonna make it. We're gonna catch Seattle and pass them. And I do want to talk about catching Seattle later on the show, but but uh, please I'll go ahead.
2: I would say before before we move on now, can I ask you guys a question? Because I feel Mm -hmm. like there's a name out there that they could sign that I argue would have a bigger impact on the season as a whole than OBJ. And that's Ndamakan Sue. Do you think that they would 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 bring him in? Now, here's the here's the reason why I think it's a question more than an absolute yes. They've got a tight locker room, and that guy that guy has a reputation for not necessarily being the, the best. I don't know. He's, he's an a-hole, right? He's an a-hole, at least on the field. I have no idea what he's like in the locker room, but would you agree that you think that would that be, be a larger impact than bringing OBJ into this offense is adding Sue into the middle of that defense?
1: I mean, I don't know. I think for me, that would depend on Armstead. I think if Armstead is maybe out, for longer and they're still, you know, the defense still maybe is a little inconsistent. Like it has been the past few weeks. Maybe they would look to make a move like that, but I agree with you with the chemistry too. I don't know that they would want to upset that. Um, I know OBJ isn't always known for, you know, but um I don't know, man. Yeah. I feel like obviously talent wise, but I, I wonder about the locker room fit for that too. I don't know if they would do that. Yeah. And we, we know that Kinlaw, like at this point, you're not getting anything
0: out of Kinlaw this year. I'm just going to say that right. he's just, you're just not going to get anything this year out of him. And, uh, yeah.
2: and that was my so, thought was that he would be a Kinlaw replacement and play next to Armstead.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think that in that role, I think that it would be interesting, provided that the guy can be on good behavior and, and be a ring chaser and like, quietly do his job. Right. But right. there's no guarantee of that. And, especially when a team, like if they were to like lose a couple of silly games here or there, which happens to any team and every team, tensions get high in the locker room, right? Between the offense and defense, right? Like we saw just yesterday with that improbable comeback with Tom Brady, which by the way, great bye week for the 49ers. Everything fell in place for them, right? Except for the Seahawks winning, but everything fell into place. All the, most of the teams that they needed to lose actually lost, which is fantastic. So, you know, Jalen Ramsey comes out after that game is like, oh, well, the defense should not have been on the field anyways, right, implying the offense did not their job, right, after a silly loss. So that's the thing that I'm kind of worried about with this team is, is the chemistry in the locker room being upset. It's intriguing. I don't know if I'd do it because that's the one unit on the defensive line where they have the most depth, I feel like. So I, I like the idea. I wouldn't mind if they did it. I just don't know if they will because of the depth that they already have there.